My sisters and brothers, as has become our practice, let's pray. Father, I pray. We pray in agreement with you, as well as with one another, making petitions and requests to you with thanksgiving that you will bless your sons and daughters who listen to the messages through the podcast that I believe you've given me. Father, may they be blessed and prosper in all they do according to your word and will. I pray and petition you, Father, that they and their families will walk in divine health and that their days upon the earth will be long and fruitful. We pray in agreement for Mandy Williams, Missy Marr, as well as my great niece, along with the young woman whom I love like a granddaughter, and so many others, young and old, who are under physical, mental, as well as emotional and spiritual attacks. Let them all know you as Jehovah Rapha, the Lord our God who heals. We ask again, Father, that they would all walk in divine health and free from pain, whether that pain is physical, emotional, or psychological. Also, Father, we thank you that you continue to allow us to see your faithfulness on behalf of so many for whom you have moved so mightily. And we thank you for others who we are seeing and experiencing as Jehovah Rapha. I petition you, Lord, that we would all hear your voice clearly and concisely, and that all we put our hands to will be blessed according to your word and your will. I pray and make requests to you, Father, that my family, as well as each and every one of your sons and daughters who are listening, along with their families, will walk in covenant with you all the days of their lives. May their covenant blessings with you be generational to the thousandth generation, Jesus, should you tarry. And finally, Father, we stand in agreement with the Washington family and New Birth Ministries in Violet, Louisiana. As you made the axe head float so that it would be recovered, Father, you will allow your son to be recovered as well. If you cared about an axe head, how much more do you care about this situation that this family and church members are going through at this time? We make all of these requests to you, Father, petitioning you in the name of your son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Hello, and welcome to another episode of This is the Voice of the Prophet. This week's episode is entitled Strength. As some of you know, I produce a podcast that is released every Monday. For nearly the past three years, I've been sending out a new episode each week. As many of you may recall, God spoke to me about three weeks ago through a dream, to tell his people that we're entering into a time of testing. This time is not just for the simple task of taking a test, but it's to achieve and reveal certain aspects and characteristics of our lives. As I shared with you in that podcast, in the dream, I was actually in a place, a very large room where the test was being given to a lot of people. I believe that the effects of these tests will be personal and worldwide. These tests will also determine for us as Christians the next levels that we will achieve naturally as well as spiritually. 
For many, these tests will reveal not necessarily what we know according to the Word of God, the Bible, but how we live the Word of God as His people. These tests will reveal our honor, integrity, morals, as well as our essential qualities. For many, they will be used to reveal just how deep, effective, and real our relationships are with the Father. It will expose the fact that what we think we know and practice as Christians is not nearly as much as we should know and live as Christians. For some, these tests will expose not just disobedience and sin, but many of our weaknesses when it comes to dishonesty, immoralities, and hypocrisy. Having said that, we must understand these tests are not being given with the purpose of us failing them, but with the intent to bring us to higher levels and greater heights in our relationships with the Father. It should also be understood that no matter the outcome, whether the results are what we like or not, what we expect or hope for, each and every one of us who are going through this season of testing should all strive to achieve even better. Let me say here and now that some of these times of testings will definitely have direct effect on ministries and individual calls, but it shall have more of an effect on our personal lives, incomes, marriages, families, jobs, businesses, and even our communities. Some of these tests will be in the form of spiritual, mental, as well as financial battles that will be fought. And let us all remember that every battle is a test. Battles are tests of strength. Battles are tests to see who, what nation, what team or group is stronger. They're fought in order to see who has the greatest strength. With that in mind, it should be realized that in order to pass these tests, we can't depend on our, on our own knowledge and self-worth, but we must depend on God, our Father, who will give us what we need when we need it. He will give us the strength we need at the time we need it during these battles. And I assure you, we will need all the strength that God will give us. This must be a time where we will show ourselves strong in the Lord while at the same time knowing that our strength comes from the Lord. In 2 Chronicles 16, verse 7 through 9, in the New International Version, it reads, At that time, Hanani the seer came to Asa, king of Judah, and said to him, because you relied on the king of Aram and not on the Lord your God, the army of the king of Aram has escaped from your hand. Were not the Cushites and Libyans a mighty army with great numbers of chariots and horsemen? Yet when you relied on the Lord, he delivered them into your hand. For the eyes of the Lord range throughout the earth to strengthen those whose hearts are fully committed to him. You have done a foolish thing, and from now on, you will be at war. In the beginning of his rule, as we will see later, Asa was a very godly king. 
God had done great things for him throughout his reign. However, the time came that Asa apparently forgot who he served and what his God had done on his behalf. The enemy had used time to take advantage of King Asa to set him up for his time of testing. And because he had gone years and years without battles or his enemies rising up against him, he got comfortable and forgot what it was like to truly trust in the Lord his God. For too many of us, we either forget or we've taken for granted what God has done for us in the past. We begin to assume that the victories we were given were just a part of life that we got through. We look back and think that we just didn't have the wisdom or knowledge that we have now. And if we had, we wouldn't have struggled so hard as opposed to giving God his glory and remembering that it was him and only him who saved us, brought us through, who delivered us and set us free from the clutches of the enemy. We've forgotten the miracles of rent, groceries, and money for utilities coming out of nowhere at the very time it was needed. And if we remember, it's as though we feel that we just don't need to believe and trust him like we did back then. I believe that's why God allows me as a prophet and others like me to continue to live by faith as opposed to having all that we might think we need. As a prophet, I have to have the faith in God, not only to trust him to supply my needs, but also to trust him to hear his voice. For some, money wouldn't be in opposition for them. However, for others, it might be our downfall. Too many feel that now they can do it on their own. There are too many who are now taking God and his goodness for granted. But then there are others who focus too much on the negative things as opposed to looking at and seeing who's really in control. Too often we get stuck with the unfortunate, unfavorable, and harmful things that we've experienced. It's not to say that we shouldn't be aware and deal with our hurts. That's not what our father is saying at all. However, while dealing with those things, don't let them keep us in a place where we forget that it's God we continue to trust, believe, and depend on. We must always remember that it's God and God alone in whom we trust. No matter what we go through and experience in life, we must seek the face of our Father, trust in the Lord our God, and remember never to forsake Him because He will not forsake us. In 2 Chronicles 14, God gave Asa and Judah the victory when the Cushites went out to battle against them. At the beginning of the chapter in 2 Chronicles 15, it reads, Azariah, son of Obed, went out to meet Asa and said to him, Listen to me, Asa, and all Judah and Benjamin. The Lord is with you when you are with him. If you seek him, he will be found by you. But if you forsake him, he will forsake you. 
The prophet reminded Judah that God was aware of all that was occurring at that time. He spoke of the turmoil and distress that they were under. He mentioned how dangerous the times were and that it wasn't even safe to travel. But with all of the terrible, frightening, troubling things that were happening, as the Bible says at the end of the sixth verse, it was because God was troubling them with every kind of distress. If I didn't know better, I would say that Azariah the prophet had looked into the future of this nation and taken a page from these times that we are living in right now to speak to Judah. But the word of the prophet goes on into the seventh verse with him saying to the people, but as for you, be strong and do not give up for your work will be rewarded. The God we serve right now is telling us that he knows everything that's happening. He knows what's going on. But at the same time, he's also telling us that in spite of our hurts and pains, in spite of all our troubles, in spite of the adversities, in spite of all the attacks from the enemy, we must be strong. If we trust him, we will pass these tests. And when we pass them, our work will be rewarded. If we trust God, he will do what needs to be done. He will give us the strength that we need during the times that we are being tested. The psalmist said in verse 7 of the 20th division of Psalms, some trust in chariots and some in horses, but we trust in the name of the Lord our God. During this time of testing, we have to make up our minds as to who we're going to trust. Unfortunately, after all that God had done for Asa and Judah, the time came when he decided that he would no longer trust in the Lord. He decided to trust in chariots and horses. In the 36th year of his reign, the king of Israel came out against Judah. Even though God had given the Cushites a much larger and stronger nation into the hands of Judah, Asa did not put his trust in God to do the same again. Many years had passed and Asa had become richer. Like many of us, once we become a little bit more financially secure, we don't feel the need to trust the Lord our God as much. So Asa took the gold from the temple of God to send to Benadad, the king of Aram, in order for him to come and attack Israel. Then the Lord sent another prophet to King Asa. This prophet said, when you relied on the Lord, he delivered them into your hand. For the eyes of the Lord range throughout the earth to strengthen those whose hearts are fully committed to him. You have done a foolish thing, and from now on, you will be at war. Many of us have become a lot more comfortable in our lives. We don't stress and struggle to give our tithe and offerings anymore like we used to. Or for some that don't give a tithe at all, it doesn't even bother them anymore. 
We've gotten to a place where we think that we don't have to rely on God as much as we did in the past. We don't have to rely on him for the miracles as much as we used to. For too many, it's been too long since they've had to fast and pray for food, rent, a car note, let alone a car. So we've come to a place where now we have decided that our credit is so good, we don't have to seek God for anything anymore. Listen to me, people. As the prophet said to Judah and King Asa, if we don't trust God and pass the test that we're going through right now, our battles will never end. Because we're not battling finances doesn't mean that we won't be fighting for our health, for our children, or even for our mental well-being. And when it comes to mental health, it's not just a matter of Alzheimer's or dementia. Young people have mental health issues as well. There are fights and conflicts that we don't even know about that will be coming against us. But if we don't trust in the Lord our God, our future battles are already lost even before they come up. We must trust in the Lord our God right now and forever or our battles will never end. We must be strong and remain strong in the Lord. Let me explain something. Being strong doesn't mean you don't feel pain. It means not giving up in your pain. Being strong does not mean not being angry. It means being angry but not sinning. It doesn't mean not feeling resentment, but not allowing that resentment to turn into anger and hatred. It doesn't mean not being sad or grieving. It means not allowing it to turn into depression. Being strong doesn't mean not having problems or even talking about them. It means not allowing those problems to overwhelm you and cause you to make poor decisions. Being strong isn't what a lot of people think it is. But even when we're not sure of what we're supposed to do within ourselves to be strong, we must always remember that God will give us what we need when we need it in order for us to remain strong. God will give us the strength that we need when we need it. There comes a time in every person's life when they need God to give them strength. Even Jesus needed to be strengthened when he was in the Garden of Gethsemane and an angel came and gave it to him. I assure you, when we need the strength that's necessary to pass these tests and win these battles, if God is who you trust in, if it's God that you rely on and have faith in, he will see to it that you receive the strength that you need. My sisters and brothers, I pray that you will join me next week for part two of Strength. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of This is the Voice of the Prophet. I ask that each of you would share this podcast with others and always remember that it's available for listening on every podcast server and app. I continue to ask you for your support 
through your prayers. You can contact me through my email at amieagle at charter.net. That's A-M-I-T-E-E-A-G-L-E at charter.net. And through the Facebook post or Facebook Messenger. Thank you again for your prayers and support. And may God bless each and every one of you.